Welcome to this episode of the award-winning Best of the Left podcast. This is a sample of one of our recent bonus episodes. Every couple of weeks or so, our crew of researchers, Amanda and myself, all get together for a roundtable discussion. Here's about 15 minutes for free so you can know what all the fuss is about. I have a little story about a lunch that I once ruined back in... (laughs) 2014, after the big climate change march in New York City, I was hanging out with some old climate change friends and new people I met. And we, after the march, went and had lunch and were discussing the horses in Central Park and how they're mistreated, which doesn't mean that they need to be beaten savagely every night. It just means that horses don't belong in cities and it is inherently mistreatment to have horses in cities so that they can pull carriages around. And so I was just pointing out, that's not great. One of the people at the table is like a huge fan of horses, just like horse lover. And she at the time was defending the idea, but it was that sort of very short sighted logic about if we didn't, have them in the park, then these specific horses would have nowhere to go. So they may then end up being mistreated. So better to let them live out their lives with purpose where they have people taking care of them. So I explained why that's short-sighted and that we have an industry that is also creating horses to fill the spaces left by any horses that depart this mortal coil or whatever. And then there was this guy at the table who's just sort of a contrarian asshole. And he just wanted to argue that it was great that just using horses for our pleasure, however we like, is just amazing. And so he kept pushing me. Each little step of logic I would take, he would push back, forcing me to go further. And he, when he got to the point of saying that It's perfectly fine to have the horses live in the city and pull the carriages around Central Park for their entire lives because they get free room and board. Like, sure, like they they can't get paid. I think that was one of my arguments. It was like, you know, we're capturing these animals and forcing them to work and there's no way to exchange value. We, We can't pay them for their labor or anything like that. And he said, well, but they get free room and board. And I sighed, except that time it really was with exasperation. (laughs) And I said, "Uh, look, I wasn't going to go there. I hadn't even had this thought until you pushed me to it. But what you've just described is literally slavery. So you're not helping your case. (laughs) This is not a line of thought that you want to go down. Don't start arguing that forcing labor out of sentient beings for the pure exchange of food and lodging is a legitimate way of doing business because you're not going to like where you end up. And I thought to myself, I'm probably not the first person to have had this thought. (laughs) And so I did a quick search at the table because the lunch was already ruined. So I figured I'd double down (laughs) and did a quick search for- Oh boy, was it ruined. I was there. (laughs) So I I did a quick search for like animal human slavery and found the book 
the dreaded comparison because (laughs) of course it's the dreaded comparison because as this person I was discussing all of this with reacted exactly as you would expect him to by blowing his absolute mind, just expressing outrage that I would ever consider to draw parallels between humans and non-human animals. The clarification I guess he wanted to make was that if it's not a human, then it is within our dominion to treat it literally however we want. And there should be no like moral compunction or concerns about any of that. So Dion, tell us more about college football players. (laughs) (laughs) So that's, I mean, that's the rub, right? When people argue about paying players, the counter argument is always they have their tuition paid for, they've got a cool place to live, they've got cool lives. And all of those things are true. And and I was talking with Jay off offline. That I guarantee there's not a single division one athlete, maybe even division two. I don't know how far it goes down, but that would say that their life was worse because they were athletes on scholarship at school. It's a cool life, but that's not the point. The point is they are doing something that is a job. However you want to categorize it, whatever you want to talk about it, it is a job. And they're not getting paid for it, but someone is. A small group of people are getting paid very well for it. Some people aren't getting paid as well for it. Depends on the school. Some schools are doing way better with their athletic departments as others. But there's just a group of unpaid labor. And you can say that they're getting paid with the tuition, but tuition is an arbitrary, you know, the cost of tuition at state schools specifically is arbitrary and highly inflated based on sometimes the fact that schools are so popular because of the athletic department. So it's not slavery, but it's slavery adjacent when you just have a, a group of people that you're not paying. And then when you have to consider that the bulk of that workforce comes from a history of slavery, then you have to think maybe we should do something different. Also, the economic incentives that drive people in poverty to focus extremely strongly on athletics because it is seen as a way out of poverty. It is the giant leap is effectively winning the lottery to get out of poverty by becoming a pro athlete. But a lot of people go down that path or attempt to. And, but of course, most of them don't make it. Many are injured along the way, sometimes brain damage in addition to the rest of the body, and they don't earn anything along the way. So they're spit out by the system because they didn't win the lottery and no one ever thinks about them ever again. And I was also going to propose, like, we're all progressives here. So the idea that people pay tuition for a bachelor's degree is bullshit anyways. 
So what happens if we do have funded college? What if we just have college for all and there's no longer that incentive? You're not on scholarship, which don't get me wrong. Mm. It's bullshit either way, whether uh, college costs or doesn't for that argument of they have tuition. Is that enough of a incentive, especially when you're putting your physical being and like very well can injure yourself and not mm-hmm. be able to do not just some of these are looking to become like pro athletes, but also a lot of jobs require some kind of physical labor on some level. You're even putting yourself at risk of being able to go through those. I, I could go on a whole rant on the mental health side of them being injured and, and things that can stem from that. But just to like keep it on that. I would wonder what is the argument then going to be? Cause there's always going to be some argument for them to play for free, whether they're on scholarship or it's already funded mm-hmm. and there's not that incentive. Yeah. You're really, this, this whole topic is the idea of sacrificing your body <laughs> to access higher education. Oof. When you frame it like that, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> well, in, do sports stop when funding college isn't the incentive? Like I I would wager no. This is the only country in the world that does this. This is not how this is not how sports exist in other countries. If you're a young kid and you're good at sports, you get paid whatever wages, but you're you're a professional athlete younger. You're just not on the higher levels. They have different rungs. And football specifically is a very weird one because it was killing people when they started doing football. I think it was Theodore Roosevelt that had to step in to say, oh, no, we got to keep doing football because it makes men manly. So just the idea of having that attached mm-hmm. to your school, what does that have to do with the school? It doesn't have anything to do with the school. We've decided it has something to do with the school, but it doesn't. It never really did other than for egos, Yeah, this is a capitalist enterprise, right? For-profit college has inched along over the decades to make sure that their brand is about their sports. And that means that even if they don't have the top academic programs, that people might still be interested in coming and paying hundreds of thousands in tuition because they have a good sports team. What does that say (laughs) about where we are? Not to get too far away. All that money. None of it is going to the source of any of the interest. No one has ever watched a game to see how the administrator organized the schedules. So to really strip away everything, it's really not that complicated. Capitalism works to minimize labor cost. If you can get it to zero, congratulations. Mm-hmm. It's just not that complicated. If you can make an argument, if you say they're not really human beings and we're actually doing them a favor by letting them live in our civilization instead of back in Africa, that's why we shouldn't pay them. If you can make that argument and convince enough people, then congratulations. You scored the winning goal of capitalism. You got your labor costs to zero. That is always the goal. And that's the way the world works. (laughs) You know, it's an open secret that companies that have come in and disrupted our normal way of doing things like Uber and Lyft, they've opened up the what they call the sharing economy, which thank goodness has been replaced by the gig economy. (laughs) 
at least to kind of <laughs> to put less of a positive shine on it. But their whole long-term plan is to eliminate the drivers that they are bragging about giving an opportunity now. Their long-term plan is to build a company big enough and rich enough that they can invest in driverless cars and provide the same service with no labor costs. So at least in that case, they're not going to have slaves. But the goal is always to minimize the cost of labor. And when you look at college sports through that lens, there's not even a debate. There's not a discussion. It's just the same thing happening again. I mean, I, I learned this years ago about those quote unquote ride sharing companies that they are branding themselves as revolutionary. This is not revolutionary. This is just what capital always does. They take whatever existing status quo there is with regulations, safety concerns, labor practices that have been embedded in law for decades, and they try to figure out a way to subvert that. And this is what they came up with. So we have labor regulations. We have minimum wage as insufficient as it is. We have lots of protections, but college sports, good for them. They found the loophole and exploited it. It's not complicated. That's the premise of it, right? Exploitation. Like people will have this misconstruing of like capitalism as somebody takes these resources and just gives this like value to it. When in reality, what happens is you take from something. So you're either exploiting- That's it for today's free sample. Uh, by this point, obviously, you're wondering where you should go to hear the rest of it. And it, there's not just that. As I said, we do these a couple of times a month, and every regular episode has clips that are specifically only for members. So members get all of that right in their podcast feed. Couldn't be easier. So you can get all of it by signing up as a member at bestofleft.com slash support or through the new Apple Podcast app payment option. You can sign up there and all the content will be fed right into your app that way. So that's bestofleft.com slash support to sign up or send an email to j at bestofleft.com to request a financial hardship membership. We absolutely welcome anyone who can't comfortably afford a membership fee to reach out because we don't make a lack of funds a barrier to hearing more information which is why every request is granted, no questions asked. If you can afford a membership and you want to scam us, you're welcome to. I won't lose any sleep over it, but I think that you should. So thanks for listening, and thanks for your support.